Hey, Shannon. Hey. <laughs> How you doing, Jess? I'm doing great. How are oh, you? Oh, so good. So excited to <laughs> hang out for this episode. Of and talk about do the most whatever. Thing. Yeah, literally anything because it's off season and it doesn't matter. <laughs> and not a lot this is happening. Yeah, it's like the intro to Whose Line Is It Anyway? Where it's like, the rules are made up and the points, points don't, don't fucking matter. That's an iconic show. It's on HBO Max. Um, I know. I've been watching so it recently. Uh, yeah, exactly. But anyway, good times to talk about. Anyway. Whatever. <sighs> I, this is, so I feel like every chef person or at least someone who cooks a fuckload even if you're not a professional chef but if you like cook all the time I feel like everyone still has their one thing they just can't always get right and for me it's always been a burger like I can never make a burger at home that tastes right like what I need it to like the burgers that I would want to eat outside of my home and I'm not even talking like a shitty fast food burger I'm talking like a like a good burger but I'm just like I just mm, I never get it right and I have a I have a cast iron. It's not that. I am all set on my on my tools, but that it's for me. It's burgers and pancakes. Not great on well, pancakes kind of, either. I'm not. I'm not great on pancakes. That is something that I am also not good at. Um, I can never thing, seem to get them right. I don't know what it is. Um, but I can't it, make pancakes pa- to save my life. Pancakes might as well be a pastry. Uh, just pastry like. Well, <laughs> here's what pisses me off is because I remember being in culinary school and we had to do like a creme anglaise and like they teach you that like once it curdles you you don't want it to curdle like there's you have a very 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 small window between it being underdone and then far too done because it curdles I remember being one of the only people in my culinary school class who made a creme anglaise without it curdling and without having to strain it so like I'm, I I can be technically proficient when I cook. That was like a big indicator for me that I yeah. know. You know what I mean? No like doubt. I can pay attention to detail. I can't make a fucking pancake. No, it's – I don't know, Jess. I don't know what it is about them. And I'm so glad that we can bond over this because sometimes I've said it to other chef friends. Again, we all have our thing. And they'll be like, how do you mean you can't make a pancake? And I'm just like, I don't know. I can't – it's the same reason why I almost always kind of burn my grilled cheese, but not always. Because it uh. is that perfect level of like the amount of fat that you have that's not burning. It's not too hot. It's not too – it's not like too low because you don't want your – you don't want things to absorb fat. But pancakes, it's like – if you gotta pour well, it perfectly and like properly, and I remember mom, my mom always trying to teach me, being like, "Yeah, you just wait for the bubbles to pop up and then flip, and it's perfect." And I'm like, every time I would do that, it would be too dark, and then I'm like, "Okay, but I'm gonna put it down," and then it'd be too light. Oh my god! So the issue that I have, and I don't know if it's like the pancake recipe that I use, but it that doesn't make sense because it happens to me pretty much every time I make pancakes. I try to pour it thin and then I see the bubbles, you know what I mean? So I flip yeah. it and then I let it cook and then somehow it's always underdone Still in the middle. Raw. God, yeah. And, and I get it to be like the perfect brown and you think that it's going to be done and then I cut into it and I'm like, why the fuck? is this still wet in the middle? I don't know what it is. I used to be this way about rice too. Now I'm okay with rice, but I used to never get rice right. It used to always be under or overdone. I don't know what it was. And I even did that stupid knuckle trick. Like, I don't fucking know. Oh my God, I know. I am okay at rice. I mean, I still, maybe I kind of do overdo rice a lot, but sometimes it depends. I'm good at it now. And I think that honestly, fucking fluke. Type of brand of rice you use. 
because that's true and also not only the brands but also the shape like is it basmati is it jasmine is it short is it long is it sushi is it oh my god it's like too many too many options i wait okay okay so do you do you use reddit for anything some i mean i have reddit on my phone then i used to go okay. there but not really not honestly no. so have you ever seen the subreddit am i the asshole oh yeah okay i've seen that okay. one because i've seen those pulled from love that on twitter pulled from reddit a million, all the time love that yeah, yeah. one of my favorite i don't look at it now because there are some things that genuinely upset me because like i you know me what now well enough especially given like what we talk about on this podcast to know that like it frustrates me when people can't see like the obvious logic like yeah. if you lay it out like there are some that people are like when they're obviously the asshole and some people are like no you're not the asshole because of this and I'm like no no like you are actually wrong like I know this is an opinion piece like this is a matter of opinion but like your opinion is so incorrect this person is undeniably the asshole yes. and I don't know how you can anyway Anyway, so I have taken a step back and I don't look at it as often. Because you're like, but it one just of makes my me favorite, angry. <laughs> it does. It does just make me angry. Um, but one of the my favorite ones that I've ever read, and you're going to appreciate this, some woman said, am I the asshole for helping my boy – it was like helping my boyfriend organize the kitchen or like wanting my kitchen to be organized or something like that, right? Like that was her title. And you think about it and like you read it from the title and you're like, no, of course not. Like organizing the kitchen, like that's not an asshole move. You want your house to be clean. Like that's great. Until you read the body of the article and this – No. Oh, God. What's going to Res- happen? Respectfully I, – I, I call her this respectfully, but this stupid bitch <laughs> turns around – Shannon, she turns around and says, she's like, my boyfriend has like eight different bags of rice and they take up so much space. And I told him that I wanted to condense the rice. And I she literally poured like, this. you know post. what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so and I she poured like her rice. minute rice. And she, she kept like trying to defend herself. Like, but they're all white rice. And then everyone in the comments is like, there's not only white and brown rice. There is like different, there's that, like you said, like basmati, long, like there's medium, jasmine rice, short. long grain, short grain. There's all of these different types of rice and people are trying to comment and tell her like, you have now effectively ruined all of this rice Yeah. because I can't take a scoop out. If you've got like minute rice and then long grain rice in the, like in a mix in the same container. And a rice, right? You've got, that's like. You're never going to have a good product. You fuck, rice exactly. Three, you've ruined all of it. Wow. And she genuinely thought you, so you saw the post. Yeah, so she genuinely saw. thought that she was like, I was just helping him be more organized and I don't know why he's so mad at me. And it's like, we're telling you what, not we, cause I don't comment on them, but like, but these people, the people are, are like, we are you telling you why this was wrong. And you're just not, you're choosing not yeah. to grasp the concept that people are laying out for you, that you have now ruined all of his rice. You were literally all this woman. On so Reddit, I, I don't know. I don't know. All this woman on Reddit had to do was look at the back, like you said, of the cooking instructions, and they would all, almost all of them would be different. <laughs> she just no. And what's sad is like she didn't even need short to do to that. Long grain rice, you know. All she had to so do different. was ask her boyfriend and listen to her boyfriend when he said, "No, please do not combine all of my rices, please." Please, please. I know that you think this is organized, but I'm actually or this is see look, this is also okay, I'm gonna finally we're gonna um this astrology podcast, I'm gonna finally mention astrology. This is literally go. what happens when a Mercury person is with a Venus 
or a Saturn person or another Mercurial, honestly, because I understand this organized chaos man with his bags of rice. I mean, really, we all know he's just a chef, but also all the best, all the best chefs are Mercurial. Um, because am I Mercurial? Yes, you are. Because okay. we are ruled. Because we are ruled by Mercury. Um, Mercury rules all of the things that you can do with your hands, pretty much. And okay. so, I mean, Jupiter is also good for cooking. Um, and Moon too. Cancer Moon. I mean, Cancer placements are the peak chefs because everybody. Well, that's, I'm a big hospitality food. person. Yes, well, I like. I love to cook, but I love to cook because I love to and... provide food for people yeah, and that's literally your cancer and leo because cancer so cancer is like the mom sign right but and taurus tends to be the sign that gets like all of the, the food stereotypes with astrology but taurus is usually i mean tauruses can like there are some there are some taurus chefs out there <laughs> no i'm not gonna say her name she's not a chef but i am thinking of taurus yeah i don't anyway um, but oh. <laughs> that being said, most Taurus people excel at eating more than cooking because they want to enjoy the food because they're Venus ruled. But enjoying the food does not usually mean cooking the food. I want you to read. I want you to read my cousin's chart so badly. So my cousin is a Taurus. Her birthday is actually tomorrow. Oh wow! Um, to or today for the day that this is released. But. Yeah. Um, when we were growing up, she was the pickiest eater. Oh, that's she's much sh- better now. You literally, but like Taurus classic. Is it really? Oh my god, yeah. Okay, so okay. um, so so here we go. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break it down. So the Taurus stereotype about food tends to be a very broad spectrum for Taurus. There are some Tauruses. So also, it literally depends on how you grow up. Nurture versus nature versus nurture, right? So millions of Tauruses out there in the world. But right. there are Tauruses who grow up with money and with parents who have lots of like high tastes. Um, parent like or people like like that fucking uh, TikTok that you sent me about the only child and the parents being like yes. Uh, so I mean, like we have caviar. So <laughs> Literally, do you want? Some? Do you think that you could eat that? <laughs> Literally, exactly. Um, also, a great example of this type of Taurus is Kit Keenan. Because she, okay. and I know that she is annoying when she posts her own little food, but she seems to enjoy good food, like when she's eating, the, not food that she cooks, right? I mean, and she's lived in the West Village, so I'm just like, she was, she's, she's been, been around, because that's all over. I will, listen, I might be a little biased, but I personally think that the West Village is the best food Speak neighborhood in on the island of Manhattan. I will say... I'm just yes, going to say. Yeah. I will say there's definitely some good eats in the East Village also, but I will say the good eats in the East Village are the cheap food. Like going... I'm thinking like... Drunk food, but the West Village has the broad spectrum. And also I'm good thinking ass like food. creative, yes, unique, yes. and thoughtful, like per block. Yep. The West Village has more. So that being said, <laughs> Keenan, that kind of Taurus. But then there are the Taurus yeah. people who don't grow up like that, grow up maybe more middle class um, and have access to food enough to where they can have a choice, but not like... So the picky eater Tauruses, honestly. So because Taurus wants to be... Com- so the reason Taurus gets food, they want to be comfortable all of 
everybody who sends their food back bitchy about some dumb thing on their plate to the chef has Taurus in their chart. It's, it's like, I I believe this to be true. <laughs> if you feel dragged listening to this, check your chart. Seriously. Yeah. So uh, Taurus, the, the picky eater Taurus is usually because they, again, are so adamant about something, be it they are adamant that no one makes food better than this person. No, this is this is the only type of this one thing I like because Taurus likes their things and they like their things to be right. Like, and right is arbitrary, right? But it is, they want their things to be just right. I mean, oh my God, literally uh, Goldilocks, just right. That's what Taurus needs. They will just be like, there's too much this, there's too much that, there's too much that. And you're like, mm. what the fuck? And it's very frustrating because literally, yes, you could be given something that is quote unquote barbecue sauce and then be like, this isn't, I don't, that's not that because I don't like that. Okay, well, you may not have liked whatever brand of barbecue sauce you tried. Whoever made that barbecue sauce you didn't like. There are a million fucking ways to make barbecue sauce. There are literally multiple regions of barbecue that create different sauces. I maintain. I say all the time, and I say this a lot to my mom because my mom is- We've got sweet, we've got spicy. I mean, shit. Like- Yeah, no, I know exactly. So my mom is not a picky eater, but my mom adamantly does not like certain things. Like my mom does not like and the texture of onions. My mom doesn't like, no, 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 I know. So, so texture she'll eat a different. lot of things and like I'll hide. And my dad's the same. Like my dad doesn't like cauliflower, but like if I turn cauliflower into a pasta sauce, like he'll eat that shit. And it was around, I think that was actually the instance in which I said and have maintained my mantra with food in general is like, it's not that you don't like something, you've just never had it prepared in a way that you like yet. Literally, yes. Because- And that's how I feel about it. And Except for me, like peanut butter. Like I very rarely will enjoy something that's got peanut butter in it. Like very, very rarely. I don't don't even like like peanut butter. Oh, see, I like peanut butter. But for me, I don't like peanut sauces that much. The only thing I like is peanut poison as a dip for like a egg roll but as far See, as i like that like sauce when it's spicy yeah yeah and it's spicy. spicy and it covers the like peanut flavor because but it- like peanut butter i do not eat peanut butter wow yeah don't eat I it i didn't eat it for the longest time and but anyway but yeah that so being gross. said i texture people i i hurt their feelings usually whenever they tell me something <laughs> about texture because i immediately respond with food can be almost any texture like i don't i don't know like i'm so i'm sorry and and this is someone if i can make crispy chickpeas then literally yes this is coming from someone who has constantly been saying my whole life and i don't believe this anymore but i had said this for a long time i don't like mushrooms because i don't like the texture i would say that all the time because poorly cooked mushrooms and hey raw mushrooms remember remember good old late 90s early 2000s salad bars and they would have those raw ass sliced mushrooms sitting there that shit is disgusting to me that that texture a raw much see again i can point the texture of a raw mushroom not great the texture of a portobello mushroom burger i don't like that fuck that that was my neck that was what i was thinking of i literally was like i cannot hell no people that eat portobello mushroom burgers freak me out because i don't understand like biting into that that and enjoying the texture of it i don't get people that can eat portobello caps like that exactly so i think they're psychotic i can point to those things back to 
I have a specific be like, I don't want that specific way of mushroom, that specific way and that specific way. But I have also eaten mushrooms that I never thought I would like because they were fucking amazing. They were cooked perfectly. They were on a dish that I didn't know. I was at a fancy restaurant and they were there. Like I didn't, avoid, you know, or they were beautifully sourced because mushrooms that are, wow, shocking, grown better, don't taste like dirt. <laughs> What? Yes. Oh uh, yeah. Once I once I got my hand on some farmers market hen of the woods and oyster, I was like, I'm sorry. So they make mushrooms I'm, like this, and they've been hiding this from me. That's it. So, oyster I mushrooms. um, I when I was in culinary school, I genuinely and honest to God thought that like at some point in my life I developed a mushroom allergy. Like I had multiple bad reactions to mushrooms, and like just didn't touch them for a really long time. And then I worked at Babo and I was scared to tell the people at Babo that I was afraid that I, uh, that I was allergic to mushrooms. Like I was afraid to, to tell them that. And there was a mushroom dish on my station. And there was one day that I like tried a mushroom, like a little, this tiniest piece of a mushroom, like out of the corner of a pan. Cause like you have to taste your food. Yeah, of it's course. part of the fucking job. And I was afraid to tell them that I thought I was going to have a bad reaction. So like I, which looking back on it is stupid. That is so dumb. If I really thought I was like that allergic to mushrooms, you I should have been like, I can't it. try you have this someone shit. else to take yeah. it, right? <laughs> I, I, that was, that was stupid. And like a, a very good example of like unhealthy work culture. Like that's uh, chefs, a whole chefs, thing. Chefs that's struggles. a whole separate thing. Um, but it was crispy. They were my Takis that had been sauteed to shit. So they were like super, super crispy. And I tried it, and I remember being like, "Oh, holy shit, yeah, crispy mushroom oh. is a next." Crispy level mushroom moment. is really the only way that I'll eat it. Like, I because I'm this, I don't like the texture of mushrooms. I they make me very uncomfortable, especially because like I know in my mind that I'm eating a fungus, even though you know. So it's just like the whole it is mental hard gymnastics. To get past eating a fungus for sure. Well, it's like when you think about it, because yeah. I Did so you think when too I was hard, in Colorado. Well, it's like when you when I was out in Colorado, I brought up to Jared like, "Do you ever eat eggs and then realize like what you're eating while you're eating eggs?" Wow, has that ever happened to you? Not really. Okay, well, I hope it doesn't moving forward. But I... there have been times when I've like eaten an egg and I've been like, "I'm eating what could have been an embryo." Yeah. I'm literally eating an embryo right now. I have cooked this and i'm or like half of an embryo whatever like an unfertilized I, I don't know beaten it up with the stuff that it was the embryo literally egg white oh you mean the thing the the the, the stuff that the embryo is sitting in <laughs> no exactly exactly and that's what i mean so and then especially if like you get one and like let's say you have like an egg over easy so it's like kind of flimsy like not necessarily yeah. rubbery but like rubbery compared to other foods rubbery then, like, edges but but it's nice center Right, right. Mm, and then, like, funny. what I – because I love, love fried eggs. Same. I, I love, love fried eggs. <laughs> and when I'm – at one of my biggest guilty pleasures, like, one of my comfort foods, like, quick snack that I will always go back to is fried rice. I make fried rice many times a week. Like, it is my staple because it's quick and it's good and whatever. But I always put so much egg because that's what I fucking like. Like, I like yeah. egg in my fried rice. Protein. And there was – I remember – we're sitting there and there's one day that I was eating fried rice for breakfast because I do that sometimes and I totally. put a piece of egg in my mouth and like or no I sorry I picked up a spoonful and there was a piece of egg on the spoon that was literally just like flopping like this and I looked at it and I was like oh my god Ooh. oh my god and it I, I, it's fine I ate it but like I sat there and I had the thought that I was like oh this is what I'm eating right now and it like really turned me off for a minute 
Yeah, I don't know if I've ever had that moment with eggs, but I do have that moment sometimes when I'm like, honestly, more with chick, like with with things that I'm cooking that are still on a bone. When I'm like, so every once in a while, and usually not with beef, it's always like chicken related. For instance, actually, you know what it is? It's when you bake. So you know how if you bake, um, or like. So I'll like braise chicken or something and like chicken legs and you put them in the oven Mm -hmm. and you pull them out. And sometimes the chicken, so the drumstick, the little, the thin part where the, the literal leg is, it will, the skin will just split. The meat will split and it kind of like lollipops on its own and I'll pull it out from the oven and I'll just see that and just be like, that's a leg. Well, I think that, that all the time when leg. I see... Wow, this is also such a funny conversation in retrospect to the vegan one earlier. Yeah, well... Um, That's a leg! Surprise, this is the episode today. <laughs> I know. Yeah, really, though. We, we, we were literally sitting here like, okay, cool, we'll talk about random... We'll think about ourselves and uh, whatever. And I was sitting here like, maybe I'll just... Like, this is technically about talking about our food. This yes, is about ourselves. But it's also funny because we just... I love how anytime we're like... What should we talk about when it's not bachelor or or less bachelor related than usual? Mm, food, more food, always food, always food. <laughs> well, because I, I, you know, we could talk about The Sims. I sat down to dinner with my parents. I went out to dinner with my parents recently, Only and time. I talked to my parents. Yeah, I talked to my parents about The Sims for basically the entire dinner. <laughs> and I was, ex- Wait, I was trying to explain to them. It? No, like legitimately, <laughs> it was like it was really funny, but like it was one of those things where I. You know, I love The Sims. Like, that's my decompression. Honestly, it's the best. And I don't play it as often anymore, but, like, I – because I'm busy now. But well, I, I – The Sims is naturally one of those games where you'll, like, get really hyper-fixated on it, and then you just kind of, like, don't for You burn yourself out time. because – And then you, you know, come back. There's only so much you can do with it. But yeah. then you always come back whenever some expansion is released, and you're like, oh, shit, I want to play that. And then you're like, I will always come back. I'll get that expansion, and then I'll be like – I'm gonna drop a little bit of money on this one, this one, this one, this one the ones that I've missed. We played the Star Wars one. That's the one that we played. I'm sorry. Um, what? Wow. Is this about to be my? What? Is this about to be where I like, journey? Get back journey to Batu. It's for Sims Four, though. Yeah, you I play still Sims have 4? Sims Four. Okay. Yeah, Journey to Batu. Wow. You can literally be a member of the Resistance or the First Order, or you can be, like, a scoundrel that ju- – and, like, you do missions and stuff. Like, Kylo Ren is a character in The Sims. Like, you can, like, be friends with him and shit. Like, it's <laughs> there's stormtroopers that patrol. It's fucking sick. And, yeah, it's great. It's okay. Great. It's great. I am Googling this shit immediately. <laughs> do it right now. I don't, I don't, we are so far off topic anyway. I don't even give a shit. Like, no, let's talk about cares? the Sims now. No, I want to, exactly. I'm like, let's talk about the Sims. Um, well, so what I was telling, the reason I got like so into the conversation is because I was like explaining to my dad about like the different interactions and like, it's obviously not like real life, but it's but it like, is- like your Sims get embarrassed. You can literally die from embarrassment. Like, you can, which is so you're funny. Simil- like there's like stuff that you wouldn't expect to be available in a video game but like if you have a cheap toilet the toilet breaks like things that make too much sense yeah. are you looking at it right now yeah i was about to open the youtube video and i didn't want it to get really loud all the time do it do it do it dag dag <laughs> I am. Why is this English? Are you kidding me? 
what the fuck? And they have like they change the Sims. They have like the the woman that's got like the two kind of like tentacle things from her head. Yeah, like exists in this game. I'm. This is. It's a jarring hearing, like a narration. Oh yeah, there she. Are you fucking kidding me? This is lit. I'm. Wow, this is a very long trailer. I'm not gonna keep playing it. Oh, because it's an official gameplay trailer. I see. It's not just like the regular trailer. But well, still, so because oh. you have options to just like chill and hang out, but there's like a storyline. Like, remember how? What was that fucking? Was it uh, Sims Three that had like Sims, the story mode Sims, or something it like was that? The Sims Two that had expansion. It, it was like a. It wasn't an expansion, but like it was a my like, story something. Yes, it was like it was Sims Two stories. Yeah. I remember I played because they had one. They had Sims Two stories, and then they had Sims Two pet stories, and I played a both of them. So I, yeah, and I did as well, and I wasn't a fan. I was not. It's funny. I remember looking back, being like, "This is weird." I think I did enjoy half. I think I like enjoyed it, but then it's like when you finish this, you can finish the story pretty quickly, and then you just like have the sims and you're like okay i could keep doing these things but then i don't know there's something there's just there's just something special so about making your kind own kind of how the star wars one is though oh dope i kind of so the star wars that. one it's like it's it's good but i'm one of those people where like it, i mean technically all the expansions like have something like this right? right and like now that aspirations for sims 4 are like a little different they're all kind of like that um but this is one where, like, if you space it out, like, if you if you don't, I I play through very quickly. I did the same thing with like eco lifestyles, where like I I do the thing, like I yeah. I want to complete the task because I just am that way. And also, That's just how fun. I play games. Yeah, completing the task, but also when things like this too, it is fun to like do what they want you to. Like, I know that it's like sometimes they're like, flick this doing, but it's like no, like honestly, doing what a game is trying to get you to do shows like well so my problem is that i'll sit there and i will blow through so so the way that they like not i don't know if they want you to do it this way but like so you go and you have to meet with i always play for the empire because i'm a villain love that um but so you (laughs) you have to like meet with the first lieutenant and then like the first lieutenant gives you orders and like you you move up in the ranks of the first order right and I'm the type of person who, while it's intended that you complete a mission and then you go home back to your sim life in whatever sim neighborhood you live in and, like, you occasionally go back, right? Like, you vacation to, like, the Star Wars world. No, I sit there and control click or, like, shift click, whatever the fuck it is, like, fill needs for my household and I will spend three straight fucking days just completing all... Of- and you know what I mean? Like, I blow through it in that regard because I'm yep. impatient. And, like, that's not how they intend for you to it's play, like, but, like, like people- I just like the satisfaction of completing the shit. Yeah, it's like the people who played Animal Crossing on Switch in the beginning of quarantine and time traveled forward a bunch. Mm. Which? I don't know. I never played Animal Crossing. Yeah, um... Basically, even on the DS, cheated, I never cheated to move the game forward and not cheated in a again, it's like the Sims. It's not cheating in that you're doing something bad or in, wrong like the game. Right. The cheats are literally built into the game <laughs> like we exactly. But um, no, Animal Crossing 
uh, it's designed to play day by day. Like when you're playing the game, it says in the bottom corner, your calendar, and it is the same day and the same time as whatever your switch is set at. So that being said, you can go into your switch settings when the game is closed and change the day to anything. And so what, so essentially, so like on animal crossing, it'll be like, Oh great. I'm building you your house. It'll be available tomorrow. And so in the beginning of quarantine, like this game being released, this game is so funny. It was released at the most perfect time being literally March, the first weekend of quarantine. Um, But it's also made it to where the gameplay of Animal Crossing was like absurd. And people were just like moving their switch forward a day. Like, like what literally instead of it's like this no that used to be a glitch in something else yes there used to be a glitch in another game where like people would go and they would change their time zone or like something on their phone yeah and i can't i think it was there was i think there was an article written about um do you remember when kim kardashian came out with the video game for the phone so people were doing that (laughs) people did you play it tell me you played it literally of course i played it come on (gasps) how was it oh my god what was it it was so much fun you are (laughs) jess you should download it tell me about it you should download it and play i don't want to i don't know if i want to do that i'm scared it's amazing it's so much fun honestly i bet it's probably so lit right now i wonder if it even still exists googling it not even googling it going to the app store um so i remember when like that first came out there was a whole thing about because it's one of those same games where like the time you have to wait like the yeah, that you have to like wait for your energy to refill well, or something no, it was like, like every um, other game like that. You would have to wait for fuck. Oh my god, it has been. I mean, shit. That thing came out in a long 20, time ago. I, mean, like, I think it came it out was, when I was in culinary. I was going to say so, like, twenty thirteen or, or fourteen sounds right because it yeah. was like the mid to end of me being in Mizzou and all my friends. We were all just like playing it, quote unquote, ironically, <laughs> but also not ironically. Not ironically. Um, you want to say it's ironically? No, but yeah, essentially, what you're doing, yeah, Kim Kardashian Hollywood. <laughs> Yes, bitch. See, redownload. It's still there. Oh my god, redownload because you had it. I because bitch. I had it. Yeah. Wow. It's a it's five star. Oh my god. Of course, Kendall and Kylie have one too. Um, just for them. But so no. <laughs> so what you are essentially is you are like you are a friend of Kim's Kim's, and but she essentially you are being coming famous, and so you're. I mean, fuck. Wait, did you? Did you play the 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 uh, the famous uh, expansion for Sims Four? Do you have that one? Okay, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, that one. Love it. It's similar, just like that, where you have to raise, I I have them all. raise your level. I have most of the main ones, like the big ones. Stuff, the stuff, and like special things are. I'm I don't, a little, yeah, I don't fuck I'm that. I'm a little left on. I mean, sometimes I'll get I have them. some of those. Yeah, half and half because some of them I'm like, uh, need. And then some I of love. Them I'm like, um, eh, it's fine. Have you ever done what is it? I can't remember if it's um I love all the outdoor and the garden things. I can't remember if it was vintage glamour or luxury party, which is like not a stuff pack, but it, or not like a luxury. small one. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. there's one of the two, and I can't remember which one because I have them both, but one of the two, um, you can hire a butler. You can have yeah. a butler come in. And I used to do that. I used to make that sim. Like if I wanted to Okay, here's a question for you about Wait, Sims. Because you can you can make you can have a butler on Sims 4 again, I think. You've been able to have it on Sims 2 fuck. Sims 3? I don't know. One of I haven't the played Sims, Sims 3. Sims 1, the original Sims for sure, you were able to have a butler. Um but I think they brought it back. 
Because I know you could like hire my, – so my understanding was that you could hire a maid and the maid would just like come in and clean your house. Yes. But the butler, you like provide a bed for them and it's basically an NPC that lives in your house and just does the fucking chores yes. for you. Yes. Wait, yes. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't. I thought that that came with an expansion pack. Maybe I'm wrong. It does. Um, I think it comes with the uh, the fame one, I think. I So I thought it came with like luxury part or like – no, maybe it was vintage oh, glamour because – Google it. Butler Sims 4. Yeah, please do. But so, okay, while you're Googling that, the question that I have for you Yeah, yeah you're right. Vintage Sims Glamour is, stuff. Oh, it is Vintage Glamour? Yeah, okay. it's so about the One of my favorite features. Oh, so the, yeah, see, the original, The Sims Superstar had, had the butler. The Sims 2 Apartment Life, The Sims 3 Late Night, and then The Sims 4 Vintage Glamour stuff. Wow. Okay. The Sims is, okay. I'm going I'm to go ahead and shout out to The Sims for this moment of just being able to continually redo their stuff. Recycle their old Literally, shit. Literally, yeah. it's- it's brilliant because I will keep doing it. I will keep playing it. I actually, I was trying so hard. I think we briefly talked about this at one point. I was trying so hard to play these Sims 4 University one. And then the whole legacy thing had to happen with my computer. Oh my God. I just ended up being a mess. But I yeah. I like university because they, it takes too long. I university. But yeah, I you're just, right. It so does take too long. If you long. enter college in Sims 4, if you enter college as a young adult and you're playing with the normal lifespan, you graduate college and then you become an adult when like in my mind you should still be like the timeline is basically not you don't become an adult because you graduate but like the timeline that it takes you to complete four semesters at 12 credit whatever the fuck the requirement is like the the length of time that it takes you to complete college in the game is the entirety of like your normal lifespan young adult age and I don't like that. I think that that's kind of like I yeah. Don't... I think that the way that the Sims Two did university aging was the most brilliant part. Was that you were a teenager? It was a separate thing. Yeah, you were a teenager and you went to college as a young adult, but the young adult age didn't exist prior. Where Sims Four has the young adult, you just can't even and enroll. adult difference. But you can't enroll until you're a young adult in Sims Four. Yeah. So okay, you can, so you can, as a young adult. apply for scholarships as a teen, right? But you cannot physically enroll because the way that I remember it being in Sims Two is that like you, you, have, you had enroll to as a send teen. them, yeah, you have to you send had to teen. send them to college yeah. as a teen, and then when they get to college, it's like a whole separate thing, and then when they graduate college, they become um, that adult. version of a young adult, whatever it was. No, because there was two. I remember there being wasn't there not on the Sims, three? No, on. Um... On the original Sims, there is it's adult and elder. That's it. Those are the only two. Um, okay, adult. It, so it, then maybe it, that's what I'm thinking. Because yeah. it would because, be teen yeah, I, straight yeah. to because they yeah. If you age, if you skip college, the teen ages straight to an adult. Young adult was yeah. brought in. I'm pretty sure in Sims three that it was the. I've never played Sims three. Oh wow, I played Sims three, but never. Well, again, said it before. The only thing that was really good about Sims 3 was the full open world concept. Like, you could literally say, go here to your sim. You could scroll across halfway of the neighborhood and that fucking sim would walk there. Like, it really cool. Love that idea. Love that the, the neighbor, you could see people walking and neighbors would walk in and around. Like, I miss cars. Oh, yeah. I forget that Sims 4 doesn't have cars. I miss yeah. cars. Yeah, because having to transport all the time is annoying. Wait, okay, real fast before we move on. Yeah. My necklaces. Oh, yes. Astrology. I've got my little um, arrow on TV. Um, But so I was going to ask you in relation to Sims, because this is something that I'm always curious about is like how people who play play. 
when you make sims do you make sims based off of people you know in real life sometimes yes and sometimes no okay i i exclusively do not oh interesting i never make people that i know in real life because it makes me actually feel uncomfortable (laughs) i um well like i know i don't have their permission to be doing that so it like makes me feel weird yeah i don't know what i I feel like you're that's literally your leo ultra ultra consent (laughs) that's your leo mercury versus my scorpio mercury where i'm like uh no i will make people that i know in my with my uh within my sims but i i don't actually do it very often and the most often that i would do it is i would make myself and whoever i was dating because i'm such a fucking pisces moon ass bitch who's just like let me fantasize what would be like if we had kids i actually was very proud of my sim of one of my exes they read one of my yeah anyway won't name names we're not gonna we're not gonna embarrass (laughs) me that hard um no but yeah one of my exes and i'm more recent but yeah, I was very proud of the how identical I made him. It was great. Well, I'm not good at that to begin with. I've seen pictures of people who like make themselves into Sims and it looks amazing. And like I couldn't do that if I wanted to. I would get I could get um, pretty close. I tried very I well. don't have the attention span. I, I can't sit there. Um but I I exclusively I so I'm really big. Please try. <laughs> Please try. I would yes. love that. Um I so the way that I play is I do a whole lot of random shit like I when I'm like creating a sim I randomize basically everything and then I just play with that like I very rarely make I I never make people that I know and I very rarely like create sims intentionally anyway if that makes sense no yeah Er but like there's something about like a weird like you were saying like you fan like you like to whatever I can't even like I don't know. Like, if, I, I don't know. I just have a really weird thing. I Because it seems like I'm, like, doing so- – I know that this is I dramatic, but I feel like it. I'm, like, doing something without their consent, and it makes me feel well, really, really weird. Well, what's funny is it immediately makes you actually feel like you are, sim- like, in a simulation. So, so yes, I have done. But most of the time I don't. I uh, Most commonly I play The Sims. I play Legacy Style almost always. That's how I like to do it. I like challenges. Yeah, I do too. And I played a lot more of the of the challenges when I was young. Uh, like, with specifically, I mean, there there will never be a time more simple to me in my life than when I would just come home from school in early high school, and I would just immediately sit down at my lap or at my computer in my bedroom because my parents were. My mom was so annoyed, be like. She, we had a computer for a while in like the kitchen desky type space, like classic mm-hmm. 2000s. But then for then I remember my mom just giving my brother and I one because she realized like, oh, you guys are just like on this all the time. And also that was and it wasn't an on this all the time. And I hate it. It was on this all the time. And wow, you're smarter than me with this. And I'm impressed. And also ha. I think, yeah, really, though. But what she didn't realize is that, yeah, all I would do is just aim aim messaging and uh and sims over and over forever and so yeah so much sims so much sims and i will it was always beautiful sims too those days and i've never what's you know what's really funny in all of my time all of my years of of decades of playing sims i have still to Mm -hmm. this day never finished a legacy challenge i've never made it all never never made it all i've never in my life i I think the closest I have gotten is maybe six or seven, but 
then also i didn't i think i've gotten maybe to five the problem is is that i am i think what i do i get okay i get a little too attached to my sims um and i don't really let them die uh except for when they they're old but you know what i mean there have definitely been times that my sim has accidentally died and i have rage quit and brought them back to life by saving or had someone try to Recently, I did do this the proper way in my most recent legacy that I had been playing. One of my Sims died. She was pregnant. <sighs> Dumb bitch. She was pregnant with like two cooking skill. And she went to go cook some fucking spaghetti. You know, you know how it goes. And then poof, flames. And she was dumb. And I, it, look, my fault for poorly designing their kitchen space in their small house because she got kind of sure. like stuck in there because one of the other kids was like oh no yeah. oh no and she couldn't come out so she uh, there she went she was down she was down and out down for the count i had her husband beg for the beg the grim reaper for her back instead of rage quitting but i did i did <laughs> let her go. come back because okay. again I'm attached. I'm attached. I usually let them die of old age. However, I feel like once I, if I get like six or seven generations down a legacy challenge, I should just fucking let some die. Like, let's just throw in, so, throw in something fun. Huh? Some drama. This is interesting to me. And this is interesting because I have the opposite problem. <laughs> I have never completed a legacy challenge because I never get attached to my Sims. I don't necessarily kill them, but like I'll get, I don't get attached to them. Yeah, I've never like been attached to a Sim family, literally. And I'll sit there and I'll be like, okay, so I'm supposed to do this for 10 more generations. Like I will only ever play a legacy challenge if like my lifespan is on super short or something oh. because I just don't. I'm, like, patiently waiting for them to have the next kid so that I can move on. Like, I, like, try to rush through it. Yeah. And that's, like, the not the point of the game. So it's weird because, like, I love I, – I seemingly love Sims. I play it a lot, but I clearly don't really love it that much if I never let myself get, like, fully into it. It's, like, a weird thing where, like, the Sims and people who play it have so many different – like, there's always a different thing about the Sims that people love the most, be it building a house – uh getting sims top to careers and like getting them full of like kind of because that feels like it's like a goal where you're like oh i can fill up that whole skill thing i can get all these badges i can go to these careers or or like yeah you're like i want them to have babies like i like i love that part or just the people like i just want to create sims i just want to design people and then i'm done designing them and i'm over it like so who are you i want to so i I'm, I'm going to tell you this, and I want you to tell me if you are surprised or not, okay. right? So the issue that I run into when I play The Sims is I'll sit there and, like, let's say I'm doing a legacy challenge. I've tried the 100 baby challenge one time. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Couldn't fucking do it. I'm sorry. 100 baby? So not from, so, a, from a single sim? From a single sim. So you-, you can only have eight on the lot at one time, right? right. That's, like, the number. So the stipulations that go, no, so she, you have to have 100 babies with 100 different partners, but the goal is to age up the babies as, age up the babies as quickly as possible to make room in your house for more babies, but you can't like age up a toddler until they've reached at least four in like all of the, or like whatever the specifications are, but like you have to 
you can't age up a child until they have at least two skills max or at least four things in every skill and they're an A student and like then you can age them up to become a teenager and then there's something they have Oh, so, so that's the age, challenge of it all. You cheat to age them up at any point. But you're you shouldn't cheat. But you're you not should cheating. be oh, because you can do it with a birthday cake, right? Oh, you just have to have them blow out the candles. Um, but you, you so basically you can't age them up until they complete whatever it is, and I can't remember what it is because, like I said, but I've only any done kind it of once. Specification. Yeah, whatever the specification is. Um, and then once they're young and adult, you move them out of the house, and that's how you create space for more babies. Because when you think about it, you can have babies from young adulthood into as soon as you oh, hit elder you can't yeah, have babies sims anymore Four, there's a lot longer i'm so i'm stuck on my sims i haven't played sims 4 in a while so i'm stuck in my sims 2 brain yeah like there's only there's only like 30 days that i can use to the adult yeah so so i've tried that challenge <laughs> once and like i usually do the legacy challenges but my issue that i run into is that i spend so much time trying to like build my sim into a skilled person or like I really want your like handiness all the way up and I want you to, but I like forget to make them socialize. I like forget my Sims are basically almost all recluses. I because yeah. I they, they need to fucking learn how to cook and learn the herbalism skill and like have these crazy gardens. Like I that's what I focus on and I never focus on their interpersonal relationships. So then when it comes time, I'm like, oh, fuck, like my Sim's going to be an elder in like five days, which means they have to get pregnant like right now if I want to continue. But they don't fucking know anybody. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, I had that problem a lot. Because they're just at home reading and working out, which I mean. (laughs) Jess, you're like, Um, I'm calling myself out here. Wow. We have had such (laughs) random conversations today and I'm loving it. This is this is the uh, true look into Gemini Risings, honestly. Um, no, but for real. Yeah. Uh back to two Gemini Risings talking about whatever the fuck we want. And yeah. yeah, because uh if you didn't know, if anyone didn't know, Gemini risings, really any Mercury Mercury rising, so Gemini or Virgo risings, they are ruled by Mercury. Um we have lots of interests because Mercury people have lots of their brain goes all over the place and we need things to keep us busy and interested and not bored. That's the biggest key. Gemini's, especially Gemini risings, we're like, huh, I'm sorry, bored, bored, next, bored what's next and that's my issue with the sims yes circling back i 100 you know because i like to make them like i love doing celebrity sims but then like once you're a celebrity it like carries through your family tree like if your parent is like a proper celebrity or a global global superstar like whatever it is you're born with like one or two stars or something already yeah Yeah. it's so funny how that but also like it's true makes sense it's true (laughs) yeah no, Another I always, way that The Sims is just like real life. Yeah. Nepotism is real. Honestly, I had fun with the celebrity one when it first came out because yeah, I loved I loved the um both the Sims one and the Sims two iterations of it as well. We spent an hour and a half talking about nothing, guys. Food. Well, there was some there was astrology in there. Your Taurus cousin. There's a touch of Taurus stuff. Yeah, Tauruses are picky. Gemini's. Uh, <laughs> What else? I'm not, why did we even bring up Taurus? Oh, it's because I was trying to bring up how you love hospitality and cancer placements love to feed people. Yeah. Because they're the mom and they're like, want to make sure everybody's nurtured and cozy and healthy and happy and 
literally the like the idea of the grandma being like no here more more on your plate here no i'm sorry no you put more that's like <laughs> peak cancer energy so yeah but taurus they eat cancer they feed anyway but yeah i love i love being able to talk about all of that stuff like astrology and food is so fun we'll do a whole episode on that that's like my future book tea anyway i love in that the future i'm shooting for 2022 if future. i could Okay. I just have to meet all I do all I need is to meet somebody who could either put me in touch with like some kind of agent because I feel like no matter what the book would like would sell or like whatever like I would get I would get like an advance like I could imagine that that would happen yeah because I, I already know something that it anyway so we're on it but anyway so Jess is this where you want to cut it for the day I don't know do we want to cut it for the day? Wait, should we end with one bachelor thing? Because yes, I have- let's end with the bachelor thing. So my one bachelor thing that we should talk about is Katie's horrible ass promo. <laughs> They're doing her so dirty. And I feel bad because I like Katie. I think she's fine. I think her season will probably be enjoyable. I think she'll be a good bachelorette. I, I don't understand what they what thought they doing. were doing. What are with they that? doing? I understand the one thing I understand. The one thing I understand is the nod to the purple vibrator. That's funny to me. I like a little color coordination. I didn't even hate. Though, is that what it is? I think so. I, well, at least that's what everyone's um, kind of putting two and two together. Is like that's why would they make her? It's like she's in she, the first one with her like that very like um, latexy skirt. That purple latexy skirt, which was backwards, um, was the first one being like, is that, never the, get over is that. that the vibrator mention? And then in the next promo, she's in her little nice dress, and it's also purple. It's a similar, basically a very close color as to what the light was. Remember remember in her intro, she's like, it lights up. See, I brought the party. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. So they are doing her dirty, but what they did not, the fucking promo just including her yelling at other women in her promo like what the fuck i really what okay okay so this will be i was gonna say here's here's what i will say that our bachelor thing would be what do you think that that means what the fuck does be a katie mean i think in in their minds they are probably (laughs) trying to be like be a katie be anti-bullying which is their like they love that thing but all i do know is that we obviously need to make shirts that say be a jess and be a shannon for our (laughs) premiere (laughs) i'm just saying it would not be hard we have plenty of time (laughs) We have like over a month. I mean, listen. I'm literally, I feel like I spoke that and I already saw you in the brain just being like, I'm going to figure out how to make that I, yes, sure. Because like I've said and I said it on the um, super fun newlywed game for Average Bear that's going to come out tomorrow. Oh my God, like, oh my God. I'm, I'm a so person. Excited. I'm a person that if you need something from me, I will make sure it happens. I will get that done. No questions asked. No doubt about it. No doubt in my mind that when it comes time for premiere, I, that I will own that shirt. I will have created that shirt. <laughs> I know that that's the truth. I know that that's the case. Look. However, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, like, if I'm going to have a shirt that says be a Jess on it, mm. 
I think that I first need to understand what that means and I kind of don't like <laughs> yeah I think yeah I think I think I don't know wants... like what qualities anyone would want to emulate of mine like I don't know what be a Jess would a mean Jess in a positive light would be uh be a technical superstar both in the kitchen <laughs> in the kitchen and in the audio editing both on the YouTubes and in the restaurant like <laughs> the tech the technicality you are pay too much attention to the details until it actually drives you <laughs> insane meanwhile that's Bia being Shannon a jest. is just be stoned <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i've ever laughed like that in my what? life i don't think i've ever made that sound before in my entire tw- i don't think i've ever made that noise before that's how you be a sham. i <laughs> what a vibe yeah that's basically uh that's how you be me so anyway i'm just ready for that uh for that premiere uh i'm also ready because i don't know about you but i'm trying to host i'm trying to like have people over we are everybody that i would have over that watches the bachelor is vaccinated so fuck it let's do it but either way, it, I'm down because then, because yeah, we usually record on Tuesdays anyway, so we don't have to worry about being all up on Monday or drinking or smoking or. Screaming. I also don't work on Mondays. Yeah, I can't wait until. Fuck, I can't wait. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be crazy because we're gonna have Katie, then we're gonna have Bachelor in Paradise, then we're gonna have Michelle, then we're gonna have the next Bachelor. It's just never going to end. But that's okay. Anyway, yeah, I feel bad Ooh. for Katie. She also, I feel, I do, the, the, the many in earth sign, she is struggling with the, like, flirting with the camera acting, like, in her actual, pro- like, the, the one moment where she's, like, pulling the, she pulls a, like, a petal of, off the rose and, like, tosses it. It's, like, not fluid. Like, it looks like that she's, like, you know, like, it, it, just, like, a quick, like, imagine if you were tossing something quick instead of a, like, oh, I'm tossing my, like, gentle like throwing of my petals no it's just like and then but she's looking yeah. over her soul she's like just once and it's just odd very odd um and i don't think that she's i i understand that she's quite popular on tiktok and like she is charismatic oh, yeah. and she has a good personality and like she can be entertaining do I think that she has the personality to carry an entire season? I don't. We'll have to see because a I lot don't. of people thought that about Hannah Brown too. I mean, not the personality, but people thought they were like, why would Hannah Brown on a season? Like, what do you mean? And nobody expected that one. So I'm sensing they're maybe you're trying to go with a similar vibe of like, oh, let's pick the this like quirky outspoken girl. Well, it's like, I don't something. mean, I don't mean like bad personality in in that sense. I just mean like there's a very I think there's a huge difference. I mean she's so between, like perfect example. Perfect example. Did you watch my chopped episode? Uh mo- I saw your part. I remember watching the first part of it. Right. So my like talking head interviews in the chopped episode, I honestly to God you would think that I was like sedated. Like I was like <laughs> like I had no energy whatsoever. And when we do this podcast and I'm significantly more animated. I have significant I, I'm more energetic. I'm more charismatic yeah. in this type of scenario. And I think that Katie that because I understand what you're saying about like the stiffness of it all. 
You know what I mean? So I think that yeah. she's like I think similar to me in a sense where like she's more comfortable when she's making yeah. her own content right. and, and she can... feels more comfortable when she makes her own content versus when she's being told what to do. And it's one thing to being filmed and being able to like watch yourself in the selfie video, yes. in a video on TikTok, even if you're far away from the camera, you know, it's one thing to be able to see, but yeah, when you're being filmed and you don't have the control of seeing what's on the other side. And you're being directed as well, though. Yeah. It's like a producer sitting there and a produ- we know how B-roll works. We know yeah. that there's a producer like, you know what you should do? You know what would be really fun? If Go. you just like looked over your shoulder and like picked a pedal. And Go, she's like, like okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you're like doing what people tell you, but it doesn't always feel right. Yeah. Like that's the vibe that I get from Katie where like she definitely seems to be more in her element when she's in the driver's seat. And yes. like, although she's a bachelorette and in theory in the yeah, driver's right. seat, no, we know that she's not. <laughs> well, I'm going to be fascinated. And this is actually what makes me extra excited for Katie's season unrelated to Katie herself. Um, but the fact that we have her confirmed birth chart and like I can actually talk about every bit of her chart, like house placements and this and this and this. Like and yeah. Katie being like so earth sign, but with a Libra rising is like the earth sign is go in her, all that earthy shit, Capricorn, Taurus, Virgo, she has something of everything. Um, is so much like I want to do my thing. I'm doing it my way or the highway. Like this is this is it. But the the Libra is the like people pleaser part of her it's the like uh, the part of her that's going to make her a quote-unquote good bachelorette to the producers because she's probably going to want to do what the producers generally want her to do unless it's like fucking awful right but um so she's probably going to try to go with the flow and be nice uh so we'll see i'm i'm no matter what i'm going to i'm intrigued and i always I mean, shit, Matt James and also Taisha were, like, the two, the last two leads that I was, like, actively excited for, like, being, like, I can't wait to see them. Like, I want to see what happens. Even mm-hmm. though Matt James, I had my judgments on him. I was still, like, actively looking forward to watching his season. Right. But I didn't, I didn't think that when I watched Colton's season, Ari's season, when I watched um, even – be- no, Becca Kufrin season, I was down whenever she started. I was like hype for her because again, I watched Ari stomp all over her. And so it's like these differences of like being into it, but I would just be like, I'm gonna watch anyway. And then by the end, I'm always like, wow, that was interesting. I'm da 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 da. But so I don't know. I'm excited. But yeah, soon, soon, soon we need to Instagram stock. It'll be here before we know it. We're almost into May. It really will. We're almost to May. It will. But, um, Anyway, when does it start? When is, when June seventh. Okay, so May will be our research month. Yes, and as everybody, I think starts, we do it in small doses. Yeah, and as everybody starts yeah. unprivating their Instagrams and things like that, because I'm sure some well, people thinking. are gonna be able to unprivate soon. But there's also like a kind of a pre-show day where everyone just can, like, if they want to unprivate. But then people like hmm. I'm remembering. Remember whenever we were looking at Matt's women, and it was Bree, uh, Bree Sp- Bree's Springs had a private Instagram up to the day of fil- of of the premiere. Yes, which I now recall. makes sense because she has a twelfth house stellium, and those twelfth houses like and to also, hide. On top of that, like her exit, like I think that she was over it oh, before. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know, before airing even started. Before, and she was like, honestly, fuck you guys. I agree. I totally agree. 
Uh, same with the mom's reaction of, can we burn that bunny now? Loved it. Woo! Loved it. Fiery. But yeah, I'm Always Bree's mom for MVP for forever. Always. She's Eternal so, MVP of The Bachelor. So milf, too. So pretty. No wonder Bree was just like a literal fucking stunning person. But, wow. Yeah, so there we go. Bachelor. Uh, Katie's promo. It's sad. Go watch it if you haven't. It's silly. But I didn't. I didn't it even, is silly. I actually didn't even hate. I don't hate the dress, the purple dress. The, the skirt backwards was one thing. I also didn't like hate it, but I didn't love it. But this dress, I like like the dress, and I think it's cute. The problem is, is it doesn't fit her coloring. Like she doesn't. She and she's an Earth sign, uh, and putting her in lilac purple isn't really <laughs> um, doesn't really fit. The fact that like really is does that correlate? Well, do know, you think? Oh my god, absolutely. So think I don't about know this. Okay, oh, real quick. So um, I actually posted on the uh, on the story for today. So or for it'll probably still be available by the time if you're listening to this tomorrow, it'll still be on there. But um, for you to go look, I posted uh, a reel, and it was um, Hannah Brown's. Uh, it was from Bachelor Bachelor Reality Reality as in T E A. Uh, that Instagram handle, mm-hmm. but it was Hannah Brown's promo with um, with then with Tasha's promo, and then right after that with uh, Katie's promo, all boom, 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 and it was to the TikTok TikTok sound, the classic one where it's like um, it starts with uh, "Do you remember?" Uh, by or September, it, it starts with September by Earth Wind and Fire, but it's like "Do you remember?" but it's not singing it's like the the audio but then it stops and then like halfway through it goes it's like on a recorder and it's like silly so that part is katie's promo because hannah brown's and Tasha's promos were so high budget compared to what we're looking at with with katie and um but so back to colors does it correlate hannah brown yeah was in a, a very Cinderella-esque light blue outfit in her promo, and she's mimicking Cinderella. That promo, to this day, is still, in my opinion, one of the most iconic, like, awesome promos. Like, I saw that promo, and I was like... It's, like, all CG. It's amazing. And when you think about, like, there was that whole thing about Game of Thrones, how, like, Game of Thrones couldn't have, like, their ideal last season because CG is so expensive. Yep. That really kind of, like, lifted the veil for the average viewer who might not know how expensive it is to do cg stuff and hannah brown's entire fucking promo is was cg gorgeous she's walking the whole through thing. this little green <laughs> the like the green foresty thing and she's all glittery it's like insane but she's mimicking cinderella and mm-hmm. she's a fucking libra and of all signs that would be the princess stereotype is absolutely a libra and um also that baby blue honestly the baby blue is definitely more of a cancer color but um but it fits it fit hannah more also she's blonde hair blue eyes so hard to not you know hard to not put blue on her and it'd be fine but then taisha is a virgo and if you remember her dress and her promo was all of the quote unquote it was like fake news articles of all of her like oh the rumors is the second batch of the red oh my god and she's a Virgo ruled by Mercury and Mercury is definitely rules things like journalism and writing and all that stuff. So it's sad to hmm. me that Katie has this purple thing trying to mimic her vibrator, which was funny. 
and very but the vibrator was her intro and was her sag mercury it was like her sagittarius mercury being like i'm fucking funny i'm blunt i'm bold i don't care and i'm making matt crack up like that is peak sag to sag energy you're making him lose his mind laughing at this thing which is what you want to do to woo any sagittarius get them laughing their ass off at anything you say and you've basically got them but um Earth signs should definitely be in literally earthy tones. And even if not earthy tones, just something a little more subdued. So like that purple was mm-hmm. just so feminine. And I don't know. It just didn't. It just didn't to me. It didn't fit Katie. It just didn't. I guess she was in that color dress when she entered her intro dress too. Yeah. When she walked on, she was wearing the glittery, sparkly, purpley thing. I don't know. I just feel like she would look, would have looked so good in an emerald green. Mm. Anyway, that being said, okay. um, think about how your crystals, remember when you got your birth chart crystals uh, for uh-huh. your bracelets and stuff? Think about that. It's very similar, like orange and yellow. Great for Leo because it's the sun. Moon colors for cancer. So blues, whites, grays, pale. See, it's interesting though because I don't think that I look good in those colors. Mm. I think you would look I think you look very good in red, <laughs> but also technically red is a Mars I, see, color. I don't feel that way. I, uh, those pictures of you in your Chicago, the, the Chicago, uh, Blackhawks, uh, sweater and mm. you're in that. I think you look great in red. Um, I think that it helps when I have dark hair for sure. Yeah, probably. Cause I was blonde primarily for a really long time. And when I would be blonde wearing red, I hated how I looked in like reds, yeah. yellows, oranges, hated it. I bet you there's something but that is but but that is definitely the color they all because really there's a color for each planet so if you put science to planets like sun is yellow okay orange um saturn is black mars is red um oh my God, i can't stop yawning i don't know what's going on i feel like i'm on fucking zoloft again oh, fuck i like that but it's also just to signal to go <laughs> i i i remember when i would take ink anxiety medication one of my like least favorite side effects is that it made me yawn compulsively compulsively all day long i would just and then people are like you're tired and you're like i mean i might be like kind of tired but it's just yeah i literally can't help it like it's (laughs) well anyway anyway (laughs) thanks everybody for listening yeah thanks for listening to us just gab you know we uh we love to talk and Honestly, hopefully any of this was entertaining, and if not, whatever. We'll talk about The Bachelor again soon, and I mean, we did talk about The Bachelorette. I guess we should say The Bachelorette, because that's happening soon, so we'll talk about The Bachelorette yeah. soon. Yeah, and also, I definitely think we need to recap a Bachelor in Paradise season. We need to pick one. Maybe we'll have heard. Maybe we'll have our followers. Maybe I'll like put a question on the story and be like, what BIP season, which, which that is yeah. available on streaming, should we watch? and recap go see what's on available on hulu because it's it's um and then put like yeah bip and then put the numbers that are available so they like have the numbers to pick through right there yeah i think good idea um also listeners oh my god just a really quick plug um if you're watching this on youtube then as soon as you're finished watching this you should go ahead and check out the average bear podcast youtube because on the same day that this video is released, there will be another video released in which Shannon and her co-host on her new podcast, which you should also check out, are going to be playing the newlywed game, oh. Astrology Edition, it's- with me. 
And it's fucking awesome. It's so fun. Um, and it was so fun to be able to like to play <laughs> it, to talk about. Uh, and if you're ever wondering, okay, if you're wondering what a chart twin is, this is a great episode to look at and listen to because uh, we talk all about what it means to be a chart twin, not an actual twin. However, technically, if you are a twin, you do have a chart twin. So it does kind of apply, but slightly different because we're a different day and different degrees work, which wouldn't be able to happen with actual twins. But, um, right. but there are some similarities. Uh, but we'll talk all about what that means when you find someone with the same chart as you and how we are different. But then we also talk about our new podcast, my, uh, my, my podcast with her, which is called twin fire signs, yeah. which we've talked about here briefly, but Taylor, Taylor fucking Swift. I love her. I hate her. The world loves her. The world hates her. And we are going to talk about her and astrology. So go listen to us over there. And we release episodes every Thursday. Tomorrow's the day that you're listening to this is Wednesday. But tomorrow, the Thursday, there will be a new episode. And you can still go. We've released three already. So go listen and catch up. Yep. We love to. I love this. I love that we're both just like plugging our other projects. I love how. Yeah. I mean, that's again, Gemini Risings. We are just always like, okay, I got one hand here. I got one hand here. I got my foot over here. I got the other foot (laughs) over here. And then I've got like my hair. I'm like got my hair on this end. We love multiple (laughs) outlets of expression. Of course. And as always, follow us on all of the socials and the things. All of the links will be down below yes. or in the show notes, depending on where you are viewing this or listening to this. And hey, give us a rate. Um, and yeah, rate, Review. like, subscribe. Give us feedback. We want the feedback. Literally, if you want so us to provide. talk about something, like, desperately, I will try Tell my us. best to talk about it. As long as I've seen the seas, like, if I can actively see the season, there's, oh, God. I really do want to watch all of them. I've started I unfortunately I now own Peter's season because I was watching it with a friend of mine. I was watching it with my friend because uh, I was trying to get them into Game of Roses and so uh, that's where they start with Game of Roses and so I was like oh no they start with Hannah Brown I guess technically but I forgot though how insane some of those women are but yeah and I also own Colton's premiere which oh god because I had to watch it Anyway, that being said, I want now to maybe I will just own more slowly but surely to start buying old Bachelor seasons since they don't seem to want to put them anywhere on a comprehensive streaming service. Seriously, I don't get it. Why? But Why? Whatever floats your boat. I, I feel like it would be easy money. I don't know what streaming stuff does, but whatever. Anyway, follow us. We love y'all. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you next week.